Hi and welcome to the bigger picture. I'm your host Chan In, and today I've invited Ivan Solzhenitsyn alongside me to talk about the topic: What is school for? Or what should an ideal school be? Is the school system nowadays correct? Should we change it? What should we do? Um, Ivan, do you want to introduce yourself? Chanin, hello, hello, dear listeners. Thank you for inviting me. My name is Ivan. I'm a three-year senior at NMH. Um, and today, um, I would like I would like to discuss. Uh, it's a very interesting topic. What is school for? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So just let's get straight into it. Well, what is school for? The purpose of the school. Well, I think the primary purpose of the school is to prepare a person. Not necessarily for a specific task like college or work or something like that, but it's mainly to prepare you mentally, educationally, in many different ways for your future. step into adulthood. Yeah. For yeah, the exactly. future in the way that, yeah, college comes up for, for some students. For some mm. students, it's working. But it's really a um, goal of preparing you to face challenges. Yeah, it's very interesting that you brought that up because... Um, Especially, um, I can I, I can tell this from my parents because, uh, they really pressure me, uh, to excel in school because, uh, they say, I need to have a high GPA because that will bring me to a better college, and that sort that sort of mentality is, um, imprinted in a lot of Asian families and in a lot of families they they push their kids to to a better college not for um learning better in in their high school or in their middle school but to get good grades so that they can go to a better college that's that's the mentality nowadays but yeah like you said i i agree that school is school should be for 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 your adulthood for for your future so so yeah what do you think is important so what qualities do you think is important for our future It's important to be to learn how to overcome challenges and challenges in the academic sphere first of all so when there is a big assignment that you need to complete and you have a short you know limited amount of time to do it what are the ways to do the most important and achieve you know achieve the most important in the limited amount of time this task would be helpful wherever you go after. Mm -hmm. The other side of it is also being able to notice details. Mm -hmm. Because uh, oftentimes when you go you know, working somewhere, if you're only thinking about the bigger picture, then uh, you're not used to noticing. So this act of noticing small things is another part. And I think it's primarily, uh, it's very well you know, people, students really get prepared well in that aspect in um, humanities. Mm -hmm. Like in English courses, uh, you know, when you work with quotations, you try to analyze what each word means. Uh, or in history, where you're basically working with uh, uh, causes and effects of a certain situation, it's all about noticing. Noticing. So mm -hmm. I think the, you know, again, the quality that you take away from education is notice. The notice, notice, notice the details. At the same time, being able to at some point to okay, 
I have all that I noticed, but now I'm going to actually interpret it into a bigger picture. What does that all mean? Mm. So what question, how we call it in the yeah. So So what I hear is the ability to be able to uh, connect, connect stuff, like to connect very small details into a bigger picture. But... Um, like for me, I I don't really feel for for especially for some education systems, it doesn't really apply. Like um, there are some systems that that just pushes students to do tons of work that there's no creative work, that all they do is like um repetitive um solving actions like, um the Chinese education system for example they uh, uh um. They 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 push the students for for the test to go to college. It's called um, Gaokao in, in Chinese, but in English, I don't know how to say it, but it's like the one test that leads you to a college. It's like sort of like SAT. And and I feel like this is sort of um, the opposite of what you're saying because when you're doing those like problems over and over again, it kills your creativity because um, you become a robot uh you sort of become a robot like you you do things that's repetitive you do things that's um you're you're sort of like a program right now you're practiced to to solve things faster but what's the point of that when you can't even connect it to a bigger picture can't even you know step outside the box to think and i i feel like that's the 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 best quality but like um, as I see in, you know, Chinese education system, in public school systems, it, the systems, they, they're, like, contradicting, so, um, yeah. I would, yeah, but basically, oh, you, you want to ask a question? No, no, no you can continue. I was basically thinking that uh, this robot mentality is quite dangerous. It is not, uh, you don't want to just do the same task all over time, all over, you know, read the same things or solve the same problems because it leads to stagnation. You don't think outside the box. But I would actually mention that it is not about the country and the system of education in that country where you can become a robot accidentally. So I'm thinking specifically about, uh, you know, in Russia, I went to a school, public school, with emphasis on math. And even though it's a public school, even though things are supposed to be less creative, our math teacher was always giving us a problem different from the previous one all the time. So we will never do the same type of problems in the class again because it was assumed that people understand because they're in math class, like in math, in uh, class with aspect on math, so they understand it well. And and just basically the idea was that we're moving forward. We are applying these things that we learned to other things. So in this way, I think it depends really much on the teacher not really that much on the system, how much you can actually, uh, you know, take one problem and take it to another level, not to become a robot. But another side which I see in America is your robotic thing that happens with uh, in the, in national education, like SAT. Say, you have the same type of questions, same type of uh, passages, and you're just mm. being trained to learn how to interpret them in a specific way and to answer specific questions. Mm. Seems like uh, this is a bit of a robotic thread that happens in the education in America right now. Yeah, exactly. And 
At least I've heard that some colleges are canceling SATs or they're they're moving away from SATs. There are some high schools that's canceling AP tests. I feel I feel that's um that 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 sort of connects to your point that these colleges realize that these tests they're 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 killing talents. They're they're making um talented kids into to robots to 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 testing machines. So, so yeah, it, it, and you also mentioned the this point about homework, about um, doing what kind of work. There are a repetitive kind. There are uh, uh, the creative kind, as you said. So, do you feel that students should have homework because homework is a big topic? Like um, anywhere I've been to, there have been students questioning the existence of homework. Because homework, it sort of, you know, takes your time and makes you into a robot. It consumes all your time. But at the same time, scientific studies have proven that homework is helpful. So, so, what, so what's your perspective on this? What, what do you think? I'm in full support of homework, really. It's, you know, the other side of it is not having homework at all. And I think it leads to more uh not it's not just serious there's a class you did something in the classroom but then you return home and there's a routine that you will need to do the homework on your own uh to kind of study on your own that's also a useful skill since we're talking about what a school is for it's useful skill for the future when you come after your work if it's a business or or you know anything where it involved your kind of thinking then uh, you would want to you know, read over your notes or prepare for a discussion tomorrow. So this routine of working at home, working on your own, uh, it's important to establish. That's why I think partly is why homework is so important. Mm. Second part to it is just uh, the fact that if you cover things in class, it is not enough for you to cover this and then the next day to be able to perform to move forward somewhere. It's very easy to fall back and to kind of not listen much in the class. Mm. But homework shows how much have you actually listened today and how much are you ready to improve forward. So mm-hmm. I'm in full support of homework. It's just a good, good for in the many reasons. It builds a good ethic for you to do work mm-hmm. on your own. And also it's a good, uh, I mean, you cannot move forward really without having homework in your classes. That's how I see it. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, yeah, homework does help us review of what we learn in the day. And yeah, and if you... Like, for for me personally, I've experienced this. Uh, like, in my previous multivariable calculus class, I didn't really... I did homework in the first half of the semester. And, um, yeah, I, I was acing quizzes, acing tests. But um, by the second half, homework became optional. And then, you know, I just started slacking off. I just, um, you know, um, only did parts of the homework. And... Yeah, it's reflected on my grades. My grades dropped. Um, everything dropped. My, uh, my focus dropped. Everything. Yeah. So, so it's a good point that homework is important. But at the same time, you know, I've seen people, like, like connecting back to my robot point, or or our robot point that, there are, um, people that's turned into robots, and and 
what turns someone into a robot? It's it's through repetitive action. It's through like something like a program and homework may be like that. So if 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 I don't know if you have three hours of homework every day, for example, for each subject, I would say you might turn into a robot because um all your time will be consumed and you'll you'll just you know be stuck in the system doing repetitive action. But homework is important, so so there must be like a middle ground, right? To 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 balance um between uh you know between having too much homework turning into a robot and having too less homework that causes you to slack off to to not focus in class so yeah yeah I agree with you balance is a, a big part of it you don't want to overwhelm you yourself uh, and to focus only on your homework. And uh, just from my personal experience, I felt that if focusing on your homework mostly throughout your day, if putting it as the main objective uh, of all your afternoon, then it might uh, have some negative side effects. And just, you know, if you're having too much homework, you also lose focus. That's just facts. And sometimes you want to rest a bit and then continue doing homework. But I would also emphasize again that it's... Homework should be there in a sufficient amount of it. It should cover a sufficient amount of your free time, of your right. afternoon. Right, right. Really, majority of it. So, it's for no reason I think uh, schools should like diminish the amount of homework or think about it that way. It's really more about more about giving its amount, which is reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point to find the reasonable amount. Um... Yeah, let's let's move on to uh to to another point about school and academics because right now we're 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 talking a lot about um academics and stuff but but yeah, like you said in the beginning, school is not about teaching you things academics wise. It's it's more about, you know, preparing you for future. So so what do you think education is? What do you think is the essence of uh education? Well, education is teaching, and it is teaching in various ways. One of it is academics, as we were saying, that when you just uh, learn something specific and you carry that information with you. The other one is when you take away skills and you apply them in the future in whatever job you do. So there's that part into to education there's also experience experience in terms of things you try mm. trying to attempt a task that seems hard mm-hmm. or at NMH we have experiential learning which is basically uh, you know you can go on yeah. the farm and learn how to build a house or learn how learn mm-hmm. through action we even have a center for learning through action at NMH mm-hmm. yeah it's so basically there are several layers to how education can be attempted. Mm-hmm. And I think each of them is really important for the whole education. Mm-hmm. For example, I really value academical education, which first aspect, which teaches you specific things. For example, in history, I think it's important to remember uh, remember certain dates. Uh, you know, Many people are against that. But I think dates are, if you remember them at some point, that will really help you in the future. 
um, or remember is this sequence of rulers or something like that. It really helps for you later on when you read about something to have this basic, basic understanding of the time period. That is very big. Uh, and if you acquire that knowledge in school, it'll be so much more easier later in college or wherever you go. That's the first one. But, and of course, the second part, which is, which is uh, acquiring skills. Obviously, you can acquire skills which you will be using immediately after school mm -hmm. or on your second job or maybe after you retire. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, a set of skills. Mm -hmm. And then experiential learning is just uh, it's something... We call it the hand at an image. Right? Head, heart, hand. Doing something with your hand. Mm -hmm. Creating something. You're just gaining experience, gain memories. That's also a big part, I think. Mm -hmm. It's still childhood school. Yeah. So getting memories from what you have been doing. Um, and I think that might lead us maybe to, uh, you know, since we're kind of talking about school in terms of what is school for in, in terms of like future job, future work, future life. But there's another part which is probably, you know, social life, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. knowing how to interact with people around you in your grade. Mm -hmm. uh, and who would say that school is not for learning how to speak to people? I mean, it's definitely yeah. a side of that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you brought up a lot of good points. I, I, I want to attack them um, one by one because they're all golden points. So let's just start with academics. Um, well, what I think about academics, I totally agree that academics are is helpful uh, for our future, for our jobs, things like that. But do you agree that um, the, sometimes we learn a lot of things until a degree where it's not helpful at all? Like, you know, some people, they learn math all the way until, you know, linear algebra, multivariable calculus. But like, and then in their career path, they might choose what? Um, I don't know, painting or something. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just making it up. But, but do you think that there's like a lot of accessory, like, um, accessory learning, um, like learning that's not useful for your future, um, like wasting time on subjects that you shouldn't be, or, or do you feel that we should take those subjects that everything is important that, um, these, these systems are set for a reason? I think primarily the things are set that you said it's they are set there for a reason. You, my understanding of education is you don't learn only for application. Hmm. Yeah, that's and a very good. Really, application is not a part of what we're learning for. We're learning more about how to approach problems. That's the second part. Yeah, first part is education, which is. Uh, I mean, the first part was, um, no. first part of education was uh, actual, like, facts. Yeah, you need to know facts. And, like, in math, if you're in linear algebra, you know, there are certain things that you might use if you do something related to higher mathematics. But even if you don't, the fact of working with the material, solving the problems that involve deeper thinking about the subject, mm. doing this, that's what's, that's what's beautiful about taking harder classes or more creative more, yeah, just more intense classes in math in, uh, in high school. It would just, I, I just personally think that it helps a lot with with um, meeting the problems, just how it teaches you how to confront 
Confront, mm. that's the word. It teaches you how to confront the problem and to and what are the ways to solve it. And mm. that's why I'm not necessarily sure about linear algebra classes and like number theory classes, but just any class which which pushes you to think a bit further than than just simple answers. Mm. That's important. But um but wouldn't you agree that if you choose like a specific you know path that you want to take then if you take classes that's deeper in meaning in those kind of courses well well that's going to help you more than say taking on an irrelevant course um so yeah i'm just connecting back to my point because um so for example an engineer why would he you know spend so much energy on uh I don't know, learning a lot about history, learning a lot about um, uh, AP Spanish or, or, or th because that's part of the course requirement. You have to learn those. But instead, if he uses all those time to, 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 to study science, to study math, for example, wouldn't that help him more for his future? Or I would, I would say it doesn't hurt any time. It's good to have Focus on what you want to focus. Mm -hmm. And I would actually recommend focus on it as much later as possible. Because you will... Later. later after mm -hmm. school. Um, even after undergrad. Because, you know, there's a common misconception that in on undergraduate college or even earlier, you need to choose your path which you pursue. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is important for some people if they really want to, to work in it. But but the some, I, some beauty about undergraduate education or school is that you can still be broad. And I think in America it's very well structured, the education system, that you can still learn broadly as long as, you know, until a certain point. Mm -hmm. And the value of this broad education is just, well, think about yourself when you're 50. Mm -hmm. Do you want to be someone who's, who's solving all these questions, uh, you know, all the engineering problems, uh, trying to create machines which fly into space and solve all your time on it? Or... Do you also want to have some time of relief? Some art that you're pursuing, which you might have actually started in school. Mm -hmm. Or some interest in history, which you sometimes read. So these, these interests which come with your work, mm -hmm. they can be nurtured in high school. When you took these, uh, you know, these humanities classes. Or in college when you, were, when you, you, when you have to decide what, what interests you. Just this question, what does interest you? If it's asked early enough, then there's a big chance that at the age of 50 or 60, you will be doing several things at the same time. Purpose of life is to to think about several several things in different directions, not necessarily focus on one uh, thing on earth and just uh, just pursue it. It's, it's all about having some balance of things around. So I think this, yes. That's what I think. Mm. Yeah, that's a very, very good point that you brought up. Um, I, I, it sort of connected me to a, to a, to a thing that, uh, that I heard once. Um, I think it's Warren Buffett, who, who studies one hundred or more subjects. He's, he's like mastering in all those subjects. Like, why is he the richest person in the world? Because he knows a lot. He doesn't invest just like a gambler's mentality. Okay, ah. Uh, well, this, uh, this, uh, this, this company looks pretty good recently, so I should invest in it. No, he study, he knows those stuff. He studies those subjects, and yeah, that that's that's a very good point. Like when you know a lot of 
subjects when you know a lot of um, different w ways of thinking, different, um, different, different, you know, things. It, it, it sort of comes together at the end. It, 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 it may all benefit you in the future. So, so that sort of explains the course uh, uh, um, requirements because each course has has its own benefits for for your future it's it, it it the world is not not only math the world, world can't stand with only math and at the same time the world can only stand with history the, these things has to be combined to 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 make the society function to make you better because if you are only uh, let me try to think of an example real quick example of what of of like someone that's mastered in one subject but is terrible at others and that that cause them to fail. For example, you have a super mathematician that solves math problem in you know one second and or so. But 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 all his life he's been practicing math. He's he's got um, problems with communicating with others. He's got problems with uh, you know with walking. He's got problems with. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> with everything else other than math. And do, do, will you consider this person as a successful person? Or, or, or do you feel that, you know, yeah, what do you feel? Successful, for sure there's, he's successful in what he's doing, in uh, being passionate about math, in working in that direction, in, in solving things that people in the world cannot do. Yes, and if I would say what well, it is important is how much what he's doing is not only for the personal benefit or personal satisfaction, but what does it bring to the common good? If the math mm. problem that he solves actually helps people in the helps other mathematicians or uh, or some scientists who who want to use the mathematical formula for something. If this helps, if this gives some other deeper meaning, then I think it's fine if you focus on something, one, as long as you're not just thinking about let me solve this just to be satisfied. There's always this part of let me, let me focus on this, because if I focus then that will bring good things around me. This is a connection that I'm making right now, which is mm -hmm. kind of transitioning more to direction of... Uh, what is important to be uh, doing yeah. in, in life. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. Because humans are a, a social animal. They, they f uh, we function on, as a society. We, we, we don't flourish as, uh, as an individual. You can hunt, you can uh, plan it and do all those things, but it's just hard. That's why we have a society. We have people that's farming. We have people that's... Uh, that's that's building houses we have people that's you know the digging and digging the ground and mining and stuff so so all these combined makes a society and i totally agree with uh with 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 your point of um you know doing doing it best what you are best to like to to to, to reaching your full potential at what you're doing um yeah and then put it in the society because everyone is different everyone is unique everyone has their own sets of 
uh, talents. Like for me, I, I may be, uh, I, I may play soccer. I may, I may, I may do things like that. But for you, you, uh, you, you like carving, right? So, so these, these different sets of skills, they, they, they can combine and, 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 you know, all in all help the society. And I can, coming back to the point of, um, what's the purpose of school? It, another, uh, 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 an important point to note is, is, uh, is we're preparing people not for their own good, not for mm-hmm. colleges, not like a lot of parents. They they have this bias. They have this uh, selfish uh, idea of like saying, "Okay, I need to send my kid to the best school possible because you know that that'll bring fame. That that the people respect me because my child is at Harvard, for example." Uh, but no, um, we 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 we. we educate kids so that they help in the future but if we if all we have is selfish people that no you know only cares about their own good that that the society will fail so 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 do you do you think um like not only looking at you know nmh our system but also across the globe or across a different education systems you know do 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 you feel that we're achieving this goal of, uh, of, um, of building, you know, s- social humans, building, uh, people that's going to help us in the future, not selfish, greedy people. Kenan, you're really raising a very important question, and I think the sad part to it is that, unfortunately, education around the world is mostly focused on raising, greedy and greedy and selfish people and maybe not not in the school it's on the early stages of school i think when uh you know when when people teach you of the certain values and they do teach you of values and if you're in china in russia in america it doesn't matter but certain values are passed down to you and this part of uh, teacher caring or people in the school caring about raising good children that's what makes you not selfish but the educational system of, so those who hold you in the school, basically, people in the school, they promote you to become better. But mm-hmm. the college system or the system of moving forward, this, those who push you mm-hmm. forward, th- they want you to become more greedy. Or at least the system is built that mm, yeah. you, know, it, yeah, you, exactly. need, you need to get to good college, to get a good job, yeah, exactly. focus on that. That's unfortunately true across. Uh, in Russia, it is uh, there. You want to get to the best college and you're pretty much thinking about yourself. Uh, but it, it's, it really depends. That's why it's important to choose, I think, the school which, in which you go to. If, mm-hmm. if It doesn't have to be the best school in terms of academical part, as we're talking about education, yeah. right? But it also should have some experiential part where you do mm-hmm. something with your hands because when you do something with your hands that also about you know creating something and mm-hmm. the other part should be helping others mm-hmm. also yeah, now with exactly. a huge emphasis on let's help everyone in the world let's solve all the globe's problems no but small bits that show that you should be kind to people around you mm-hmm. help out yeah not yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, like our school, we have the work job program, right? And this program is designed to make everyone, you know, to force everyone to to get into the habit of 
you know doing something that's helpful for the community that's that's beneficial and and um there's like tons of morals stories about how you know one act of kindness can you know spread can you you'll start liking it or doing good things to others will make you more happy there's scientific researches about it there's 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 you know short films about it there's, there's so many things online but but you know i look back at at my chinese educational system and like your russian system and, and public educational system all these systems they have one thing in common it was just they 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 prepare you for for that big exam and and okay l- let me just explain what 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 these systems are like so they they have um they put you in a classroom it's it's and you you're in fixed seats for for the whole semester and all you do is sit in your seat the teacher stands up there gives you a lecture for uh, for 1 hour all you do is sit there and take notes. Right, 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 right. And then, and then you know, do practice problems, for example. And you don't have the time to talk, right? You don't have the time to cooperate with others, right? You don't, you don't help others, right? You, you, all you do is focus on yourself. And, and, and every day you have so much homework that, that all you do is like to, to focus on what, what you should be doing like finish your homeworks the only time is you know when 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 your friend is like panicking in homework you might help him with homework but this is sort of selfish because you're only helping your friend not helping with everyone so 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 this system why why does it make people selfish that's what i think is the reason that we don't talk like communicate uh talking is a big part in in at, at least certainly in in, in, in boarding schools in, in our school, it's very important to, 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 to ask questions when we don't understand. It's very important to, to speak up, to have discussions in the classroom. And and that's not quite so often in, at least in China, probably for Russia too, right? Yeah, discussions are not popular in classrooms. Mm-hmm. It is mostly lecture based mm-hmm. uh, in my school it was a lot of lecture based classes uh, however i also I also see some value in lecture based in uh because sometimes lecture based classrooms can teach you specific things which you take away and there is a clear connection the teacher told you something you thought it through, remembered that, and carry it forward. That's an important thing to actually have this teacher-student connection that's happening in the classroom by you listening to a teacher. With the discussion, sometimes uh, I feel like if, if the classroom is discussion-based, oftentimes the ideas can wander much and can go in different in directions. When you know people often get tired and they start saying something just to say something because it's good to say something. And then it's, uh, it's not that beneficial for students rather than when a teacher... Mm-hmm pushes you in a certain direction. For certain subjects, maybe it's more important, like in history, I think. Mm-hmm. Even in this school, I noticed that, uh, you know, like in my foreign policy class, for example, the way how we ha- we the class works is really a teacher speaks to students. Mm-hmm. And that's an efficient way to learn history because mm-hmm. teachers more experienced clearly. Mm-hmm. 
and he knows history well. Mm-hmm. So he knows in which directions to push you. Mm-hmm. And he explains things from his experience. Mm-hmm. That's what was similar to Russia. Mm-hmm. Teacher's experience was certain. Uh, like, you know, he knows history. Big baggage of history he has. And he knows about politics. Mm-hmm. And he makes those beautiful connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and explains it to students in the, in the way that we can't really explain it to each other maybe often. But I'm still thinking mm-hmm. balance is important. Mm-hmm. Balance yeah. is lecturing with sort of weaving. Some days could be discussion based with debates or things like this. So balance of teacher lecturing and discussion-based classrooms, I think it is important for yeah. education. So, so, so th- there's a lot of things I want to say. So, so just quickly referring to your, your point, yeah, yeah, balance is very important. But referring to your point that, yeah, what, so, so for example, if I, if I teach you how to play a cube, okay, I'll, I'll go step by step. But what I do is just teach you. I, I just show you. you. You're not, you don't have a cube. And then after I teach you everything, I, I throw you a cube. You, you still can't do it. Why? Because you haven't built that muscle memory. You haven't, you know, get hands on to it. You haven't did that yourself. So, so what's important, I feel, is, is, is you getting the experience. That's why we have experimental learning. That's, that's important because it makes a skill that's not yours, yours. And yeah, and then... Now, t- coming back to what I was saying about talking, about talking class, lecturing surely is important. I, I do agree. It, it, you, need, you need someone that's smarter than you to teach you something, to inspire you. I feel inspire should be, should be the main job of a teacher because a t- teacher can't just hand you his or her st- set, right? You, you, you can't just become someone like a teacher. You, you're different. You have a different skill set. But he can inspire you to to become better at something. Um, so, 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 yeah. So, going back to to what we're talking about, society. What's important in society is about is is communication. Is is whether you can convey an idea to others, whether you can put persuade others to believe you, whether you can uh, be an influential figure, whether you can speak up to 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 reveal your ideas. That's that's. Um, and th- here's a statistic I remember from, uh, I don't know where I heard it, but, but it said that typical Asian students, mostly, um, I'm not being stereotyped. It's just a statistic. Um, they will usually speak less in classes and which results them to speak less in their future jobs. So, so, th- so this connects to the lecture based class because, because you know, in, in China, in, in Korea, in, 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 in a lot of places, it's just lecture-based. It's just pressure-based. Everyone is stuck in this uh, uh, pressure of, um, you know, I, I want to push myself to the best. I want to, you know, learn, learn. But but they forgot about how important it is to, to have communication with others. So there's no communication. They don't have the skill. And in the future, that's what matters. But that's what's missing so so mm-hmm. so 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 that is yeah very important then i would uh, actually correct myself i was too bold when i said that the classes of history in russia were here are lecture based no it is it's teacher talking but primary focus of a teacher is to ask students questions mm. that's what yeah, it was exactly. in russia inspiring inspiring to think yeah. pushing in a certain direction which they want you to think but mm-hmm. pushing pushing telling yeah. you certain things yes but then 
asking questions in class. So, and again, in order to get students to get more communicative or thinking out loud, Mm-hmm. No, no, thinking and expressing your things out loud. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to come from this like specific imposed discussion-based groups. It can sometimes be just from a teacher engaging in the classroom with the whole auditorium mm-hmm. and certain people speak up and then the others respond to that idea. Mm-hmm. Link it through the teacher. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we feel like link. we don't want to link through a teacher. Yeah. We want to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. But often what's lost is a good guidance, is a good mm-hmm. filter yeah. of your thoughts yeah. so that's why i think teacher participation the teacher is there for a reason and it's yeah. sometimes too bold to get rid exactly. of a teacher and say that education is about students only it is about teacher and the teacher is there for a reason mm-hmm. yeah and and yeah you 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 brought up this uh good good idea of of different teachers that's acting differently right there are teachers that's only you know lecturing telling you to do things there are teachers that ask questions that inspires you to do things and it comes back to the the educational system, right? So, so what do you think is the best educational system? Or 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 at least looking at right now all these different educational systems, and or or you you can compare and choose the best, or you can make an ideal one. But what do you think is the best? It's a hard question, I know. It's, uh, yeah, it'll take some time to, to sink in. I would have to say that educational system, high school educational system I've had at the NMH is probably the, it is the best I had. Mm-hmm. Because it is primarily it's, it 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 has a lot of yeah the good qualities that you said like we have lectures but we combine it with discussions we have hands-on things and we also have homework where we do it on our own it's important actually we have a lot of homework i think that's actually we with the sufficient amount of homework mm-hmm. makes education also uh compensates for some of the sort of laid back approach in classroom sometimes mm, some yeah. courses when it's a bit chill homework shows you that it's not about like in mm. homework you can work more than in classroom that often happens yeah like when i came here i i, I don't remember who telling me specifically but we go go to the school because um our teacher will Will, 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 will give us homework, lots of homework. And then what we do with the homework is we'll um, learn it and then, or not learn it, we we'll, it's a lot about learning. And then after learning, we go to the class the second day, discussion, 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 discussion. And that, that sort of combines both of the good points of academics and talking. Like you, you have a part where you're learning, but it's on your own. Um, sometimes it may be stressful because there's no guidance, but, but I feel this is an ability. Learning is an ability and it's important to practice it to, to, so that in your future, you'll, you'll be good at it. And, and then after learning, you'll go to, um, classroom to have discussions, which prepares you for the future for all those discussions that you'll have in your job and your, 
in with your friends with with people you don't know you know things like that and 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 yeah it's a good, good very good system and also i want to connect to one thing that we we i feel like we didn't really mention a lot is is the social life we were we've been talking about classes but classes only take like three hours a day but a lot of the time in a boarding school you're you're with other people you're you're in a dining hall with all those people around you it's a lot about talking to other people to 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 so that this is the full experience because at the end you have to use these abilities if you keep them to yourself it's it's useless i'd say you have to share it out you have to apply it in your life and and you know having these social lives you you build the ability to 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 socialize with people and you can apply those things that you learn in class although people may disagree that uh well the classes are useless i've never used them in my life but but you actually are using it there are things that you use but it's just subconscious because you you've actually learned it and i feel like learning something it it's about making it subconscious in your mind that you don't really need to think about okay i need to learn I need to remember this, that, that. No, it's it's imprinted in your brain. It's it's it, it's there as a tool for you in your future, and that's I feel like that's achieved through you know experiment, hands on things that that makes these things your own, and that's what's important. Making which things your own? Yeah, I've been talking. I um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's making these knowledge your own your 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 what you've learned in class you apply them to your life which you did in school you you apply them in your future and yeah applying to the future yeah and i i also want to talk about some um something about athletics about mm-hmm. arts arts and athletics arts and athletics because these aren't things that, uh, for me, I I realize it in China, for example, in probably Russia, right? It's not stressed. It's it, academics is placed in front of everything else. You you can have an interest in soccer. You can have an interest in something else, but all of your time should be for academics. Academics is your priority, but. Right here, it's different. It's equal, actually, in some ways, if you view it. Because if you're good at sports, it can bring you to a good college. If you're a good artist, it can bring you to a good college. So academics is not the only way out. But a lot of, you know, Asian parents especially are fixed-minded. They they believe academics is the only way out. But actually, you know, you have all these other things. You know, developing your interests, that's, that's what's important because... You might not be the smartest kid. You might not ace every of your tests, but you might. You, but you may be a good soccer player, and if you really develop those talents, that will, that will, that bring you to a better place, and also it'll serve the commu- the the society better. We want to see a good soccer player. We don't. We don't want to see a a a a, a person that's failing every class right so 
developing talents that's very important and i feel in the school we have so many opportunities we have we have we have athletics you know um in in mornings and afternoons there's clubs debate clubs there's 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 you know radio show right now where i'm doing i I can have a place to to talk to 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 find someone like you to talk right so 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 it's 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 important to have free time to do these things and in i feel like in chinese system in in a lot of other education system it's killed and that's where a lot of talents are killed that's that's where a lot of potential are killed and and that that comes down to to the educational system and and yeah i just see sports in very uh, it's obvious that it's very important in american education system as well as arts i feel that sometimes so when i think back to the to basically the school and what we're gaining from it i often have this conflict when i think that at, yes certainly the most important thing is still academics because you that's the purpose of you know you learn something some set of skills with which you apply your brain and you think about them and then you do it somewhere else in your future job so like this usage of brain is sort of a primary primary mm-hmm. purpose of the school mm-hmm. and i see as a second level uh academics and arts mm-hmm. something that adds to you something is sort of a, a pl- you know, it's a part of, of this pleasing time that you can have. Not, not pleasing, but hardworking, obviously. But, but that develops you as a... Uh, supports mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. At least yes. that's my kind of understanding of it. Sometimes, though, I think that... Well, a lot of people work hard in soccer. And mm-hmm. this working hard pays off and they go to a good college. Even mm-hmm. though in the future they want to become... Sometimes even if you don't want to become professional, you can mm-hmm. get into college for soccer, right? And then you yeah. don't become professional. So you use it for your advantage in some way, even though in the future you won't be using soccer. In some way, it's sort of a way around mm-hmm. of which which people won't, uh, which isn't really fair in a way. Um, so I think this overemphasis of sports and overemphasis of arts is uh, not necessarily. I would. I would much rather see a good balancing, yeah. and a good balancing is a mandatory mm-hmm. art with a mandatory sport, rather than have a mandatory three-term sport, two-term sport as we had last year. Really, you think that? I, I, I certainly think that at least if there is a mandatory sport, there should be mandatory art. I mm-hmm. still see both of them as as supplements. And not even equally, sometimes arts opens up dimensions which sport doesn't, which is uh, another way around. For I think of, you know, like in dancing, even though you work hard on your physical strength and all that, still the part of dancing is expression. It is you putting your soul into the process, which is missing in sports where... Really? Wait, wait, wait. You, you know, you know, brought up an interesting conversation that might be uh, good for a future episode, you know, discussing about sports and whether we should have sports. I mean, for me, we should, we should. I, yeah, um, I mean, 
I I I do so many sports, so I really like have to talk about this because I almost do every single sport. But I feel what sports does is, you know, there are scientific studies that shows when you exercise, it improves your brain. It it makes your brain better. It 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 makes you more happy. It it helps you think better. There are scientific researchers about this. I I'm not like a math geek or or, or science geek, so I can't pull up the, you know, you know, uh, it's quoted from blah blah blah. I can't do that. But I've seen researchers about that. If you don't believe it, you can search it. These things they they they're mandatory for a reason because these things they are beneficial. It's not only for colleges. It's it's for your own good. It's you know doing athletics. It's it's a good supplementary to 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 learning and and uh, uh sorry I, I i really want to say this but in 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 china in 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 a lot of different places it's 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 not stress it's it's you spend so much time in your room doing things on your own and you know you become fat you become you do you become someone that you don't want to be why because you don't have time to exercise you don't have time to to, to play sports, you don't have people around you to play sports with you, even if you're interested. Like this is my story. I I I really liked soccer, right? But back in my uh, previous school, there's no one that plays soccer, so I have to. All I can do is to train on my own, and that's boring. You, I can't play games, right? That's boring. Y- you want to have a place where everyone is doing doing things like that, and 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 yeah, it's beneficial for us. So so, yeah. You are saying the right thing. It's often bad to see people who are just lazy and sitting on their couch and getting and getting fat and just, uh, you know, celebrating their life in leisure. And of course, of course, sports is a savior in that way. It's yeah. It gives meaning for many people. It gives reason to persevere. Mm-hmm. It is a motivational factor for many. Yeah, it is exactly. It makes you more disciplined. It makes you more disciplined. And I think it should be part. It should be part of a curriculum. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, the one thing I'm saying is, uh, if we're thinking about this motivational aspect, which makes you, uh, which disciplines you, we should also think about the factor which pushes you to be creative, mm-hmm. and to put your unique soul into the process, which is arts. I am putting them mm-hmm. together. I'm I'm saying that they both should exi- coexist, because they wor- mm-hmm. they do their own benefits. Yeah, exactly. And I would rather try myself, pursue myself in these in, in, in still in many in many directions, so sports and arts and academics, rather yeah. than prioritizing sports over academics or sports over arts. Yeah, because these three are. Are complimentary, and I really want to get this out because I, so in sports you can be creative. You can you you look at players like Jaden Sancho. I'm just being being sorry, Ukraine, but you look at those players. You look at Kylian Mbappe. You you look at Neymar. They can suddenly you look at Ronaldinho, right? They they pull something out of their hat. Oh my days! You you look at it. Oh my! How can someone do that? That's creativity. But yes, I agree. Art's equally important. There's a lot of 
you know, in making music, you have to be creative. You have to, you know, get the rhythm in your head. You have to write lyrics. You have to be creative. Exactly. You have to connect things together to write a good song. And yeah, so, right. So I feel like we, we reach an agreement throughout today's discussion. Like, uh, what is school for? Or what should an ideal school be is to have different dynamics to that can prepare you better for your future. You, you should have, you know, talking in class, but same time you should have lecturing. You should have athletics, same time you should have arts. You should have, you should do experimental things on your hands, same time you sit on your own and, lit up, uh, and learn on your own, right? Everything is about this one word balance. And as we saw in, you know, like, this is like the millionth time I've said Chinese system, but this is what's happening in, in like Chinese system, in public school system. These school systems are designed 150 years ago for workers to, that, that when they hit, hear a bell, snap, they have to do this. They're, they're programmed literally as robots. But we're out of this. We're in 21st century. We have to be creative. This is a century of being innovative. And we need people that are that can be developing their talents. And how? You have to be balancing everything. And then learning everything that's complementary, that will push you to a higher ceiling, to higher potential. That will serve you for a better future. And, yeah, I feel, yeah, this is perfectly timing. And, and yeah, we, we reached this perfect conclusion. And, and... Yeah, it's it's so good talking to you, Yvonne. I agree with you, Shannon. We've talked about the importance of balance. Even if we want to prioritize something over the other thing, still it's important to have these little bits of balance which diversify. And we even talked about the future mm -hmm. life when you're 50, when you're 60. It's important to have this balance, not only mm -hmm. to focus on one thing, but to balance things out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So... So, yeah, it's very good to have you here, and this is uh, the bigger picture, and yeah, I feel like we did a good job on, uh, on talking about this first topic of what, what is school for, what is the purpose of school, and yeah, and thanks for everyone that uh, tuned in today, and very uh, thank you again, Devon, for coming here and, you know, t sitting here and talking. I know you, you were like... Uh, you're you had a lot of your own business but i'm very glad that you came and one hour seems like a perfect timing to to discuss everything and yeah every wednesday night 9 p.m 8 p.m uh, i'm not sure about the timing i'll be here uh um uh, inviting interesting person people like Ivan Sojanitsyn, like a lot of names everyone is so interesting everyone is so unique and so talented and I hope um, you really enjoyed this episode. And yeah, I hope uh, I hope you'll be here next time.